Good morning, good afternoon, good night, my dears. Welcome to the Worldwide Podcast. And we are very excited for this country because it's the second country that actually three of us, we all speak Portuguese. And then we are happy to do, to do this show for you guys in English. But it's going to be amazing talking about Macau, this region, and the bottom of China. And we are having our guest, Carolina Souza. But before introducing her, I just want to ask, how is Guilherme? How's it going, bro? I, I've heard that you've been in Brazil. How's it going, man? So, how's it going, guys? I did just a small travel. I just went to this small country called Brazil. Uh-huh. Uh, not a big deal. Nothing. Like a, a small town called Rio. Guys, it was amazing. Amazing. And even more amazing was to see, you know, one of my best friends, Juan, right here. We hadn't seen each other in three to four years four in years, person, man. which is insane insane like since the we, we started the podcast we hadn't seen each other so yeah. it was amazing um obviously to visit again like an ex-colony of, of portugal um and to see all of the beautiful city to speak a bit of portuguese as well because i've been in chile for like four months speaking spanish which i love but i also like speaking my language so that was good and um and to stay away from the cold because oh yeah. my god when I came back to Santiago and it was seven degrees, I wanted to die. But those two weeks on the beach were good enough. So let's get into the podcast. We have Guys, the best have... winter of the world. Quite literally. No no winter. <laughs> Not even winter. It's like dry and wet season, probably. Yeah, tropical, yeah. Tropical climate. My God, Brazil. I love it. Just a name so to God... mask off. <laughs> Just Italian so guys we're going to talk about macau which the west probably doesn't even know what this country is but the east this country is big for the east because it's one of the richest richest countries ever which is insane which is also known as like the las vegas of the east of asia of casinos of gambling of everything and we're going to talk about all that but first let us introduce our guest, Carolina. How are you doing? Hi, um, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited. And I'm very surprised that you guys already studied about Macau. <laughs> like, oh. you know, that Macau is like the mini Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, of course. I went deep. Yeah. I went deep. I remember <laughs> what That's part of what you I have re- to do right here. Yeah. I remember even once <laughs> when I was bored, like this was years ago. I was like just going through the ex-colonies of Portugal, you know, like Timor Lesh and everything. And then I came up about Macau and Go as well. But Macau, I was like, only like 7% of uh, Portuguese people still live there. And then the rest is like all Chinese. But the streets are still in Portuguese. Yeah. There's still gastronomy, it's, it's, like it's Portuguese crazy. gastronomy there. There's still so much influence, but yeah. only like 7% of Portuguese people still live there or mixed Portuguese even, which is, yeah. again, you, Macanese. You are yes. our Macanese guest, which is fascinating. And for guests uh, who don't know, and you'll also be able to speak a little more, Macanese is half Portuguese, half Asian. Doesn't have to be Chinese. Yeah. It can be like other half Asian Thai. Exactly. So you'd be or half Portuguese, half Thai. So before we go into Macau, explain us what your background, ethnicity. So you're half Portuguese, half Thai. Half thai you live in Macau. <laughs> Why? Talk to us. Explain it to me because I'm fascinated. Explain you to us. <laughs> Explain um, it to me. Well, your family um, tree. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty um, interesting because my dad he is actually Portuguese, but he went to Macau when he was very little, and then I think 20 years later he met my mom here in Macau. <laughs> And my mom is Thai. She's like pure Thai. So she doesn't speak English. She doesn't speak Portuguese, neither Chinese. So you can see how they communicate back then. So it's pretty fun that my dad, he learned English. And my mom also have to learn English and Chinese so they can communicate. And then they had us. We are four sisters. Yeah. And we also have... Yeah. No, that's fascinating. Keep going, please. Yeah. 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 And then um, we have family in Brazil. We have family in Goa. And then, I don't know. And then I just did the DNA the DNA test. I don't know if you guys know. And I found out yeah. that I have Korean blood. <laughs> so I have no idea. I'm just all over 
the world. All yeah. over the world. All right. All over the world, yeah. And then here in Macau, actually, you speak Cantonese, you speak Portuguese, you speak English. And then also, since this is like a very touristic place, we also have to speak Mandarin. And yeah, a lot of things, actually. Macau's pretty fun. Okay, so you, wow. you speak Portuguese perfectly with my accent. You speak English perfectly. <laughs> How is your Thai and Cantonese? Because if you speak those two languages perfectly, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I am fluent in Cantonese. And I oh can say God. that I am also very good, like professionally good in Mandarin as well. But Thai, I can only understand a few words because I never mm. really learned Thai. Yeah, just some words that just sometimes when my mom speaks in, you know, at home and then mm. I'll catch some words but i never really learned that but i know how to order food i know how right. to negotiate in thai and all those things you know how to survive right there right <laughs> yes oh, <laughs> yes the most important was... thing is negotiating in thailand yeah 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 if you know I how know, to do right? that you're good you're good yeah you just you just need to know how to how to say the numbers in thai and then plus the word cheap cheap okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and which language do you speak with your mom um cantonese cantonese all right so she By has learned <laughs> so she has learned cantonese yeah. because before yes. she, she, she used yeah, to speak because she's, been, she's been yeah she's been in macau for like 30 years like ah, 20 right. so 30 deal. plus yeah. years all right. yeah so she has to know if not we cannot communicate with her all right <laughs> amazing yeah mm-hmm. the craziest thing to me is cantonese is one of the hardest languages ever like because of João, because of yeah. João, I'm addicted to a guy called Shama. Shama. He, he's, uh, he's he's a guy from New York and he learns languages yeah. and his main language uh, language it's Mandarin, but yeah. he also speaks mm-hmm. Cantonese fluently. And when he switches, it's a whole different language. It's more, yeah, it's more different, totally different than French and Portuguese, which is pretty different. It's insane. And the fact it is that you're fluent in Cantonese and you're also speaking Mandarin? Why Why did you have to learn <laughs> Mandarin? Because it's crazy. It's completely two different languages. Yeah, why well, Mandarin? why I have to learn Mandarin? It's because Macau is, you know, we basically are in China. So a lot of tourists are from mainland China and they don't speak any languages other than Mandarin or maybe just a little bit of Cantonese and a little bit mm. of english so learning mandarin will be a bonus yeah here yeah and it's also better to communicate because you know mandarin now it's actually like the the first top speaking language in the world yeah, if I'm the not main wrong. Like yeah, the main yeah. yeah yeah like english so basically yeah it's good to yeah it's good to learn in school it's uh, cantonese uh actually i studied in uh, a portuguese school yeah, Shkola oh, Portuguesa. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. So uh, every week, I think we have like two classes of like 45 minutes of Mandarin. So we can either choose Mandarin or French. So I chose Mandarin because okay. French is very easy to learn because I speak Portuguese. So I chose Mandarin as a but second language. But your lessons, your lessons were in Portuguese. Sorry? Your lessons were in Portuguese. Yes. In this, in this school. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane, right? Being in like bottom of China and people yeah, are speaking yeah. Portuguese there. It's crazy. Yeah. Is, like I've looked at oh. the ethnicity demography of Macau and it was like, I don't remember the numbers, but I know it was less than 10% were like still Portuguese people or Portuguese like mm-hmm. uh, mixed. Do you mm. s- usually speak portuguese there or is it very yeah, rare like i mean you, with your friends in the streets in the streets oh, whatever it is mm, not really actually here we speak more in cantonese so i only speak portuguese with my friends here like those who are like portuguese because mm-hmm. a lot of my friends they came from portugal and they're actually they studied here for like the high school so just like maybe the last three years of high school they study here in macau and then after that yeah, I only speak Portuguese with them. Yeah, they, mm. some of them are still here, but a lot of the, a lot of them they left already. Yeah, are they fully a lot of them, Portuguese? Mm? Are they fully, fully Portuguese, Portuguese. Or... For, fully Portuguese? Fully Portuguese. Yeah, 
So a lot of them, they went back to like Lisbon and then some of them are like yeah. in England, in London. So pursuing their dreams, you know, hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's hard for them to speak Cantonese, right? Like just go yes. to Macau all of a sudden and yeah, I have there friends. you must must speak Cantonese, so it's hard to yeah. Hard to I have friends that have been in Macau for like more than I don't know three four years, and they still cannot speak uh, Cantonese. Yeah. They maybe they know how to like order food in restaurant, but it's really bad. <laughs> it's just so bad. Yeah, um, but it's pretty fun here. Yeah, it's pretty fun. And then Is there anyone like you? You mean that was born and raised right there, and is it your friend that is half Portuguese? Oh, a lot. We yeah. actually in Macau we have so many people that are like half Portuguese and half yeah. Thai or half Filipino or half whatever. So there's Filipinos. a lot of mixed people here. Yeah, a lot. Okay. Yeah. So Macau is basically like. Around it's the like world. a melting pot. <laughs> it's literally melting like a melting pot. pot. Melting pot. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Wow. And like going to the like um also being an ex colony from Portugal. Me, uh, João was just like going on uh, on Street View <laughs> on Google yeah. Street View, and uh, some shops are still in Portuguese, like named. Yeah. And the craziest thing to me was the sidewalks, like the the stones of the sidewalks. They're the same in Lisbon, like the color, the structure. Yes. I don't know if yeah. you, um, the last time that you went to Lisbon, but like the color blue and white from yes. those stones on the ground, they're absolutely the same. Like that's the thing that makes Portugal be Portugal. And uh, mm -hmm. he, he was just like on Street View and he was showing me and it's completely the same. It's crazy. <laughs> like yeah, it is. Um, I feel like I feel like uh, part of Macau like part of some people like you know some people they still want to keep macau as part of portugal mm -hmm. but that's why a lot of places if you're talking about the, the 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 stores or the restaurants some of them are still in portuguese because they are from a long time ago already so they kept it that way but if you're talking about the newly established restaurants or stores they're all in english right now yeah and then i think the government here they want to change to like a china yeah. you know yes but uh, macau citizen like those that are like portuguese we don't want that we wanted to maintain really? us portuguese yeah that's nice yeah that's nice yeah still, still having yeah. like you know the cultural aspect and some of the habits because um yes. i mean obviously like colonizing is bad but um sometimes like just embracing the traditions at least from the mm -hmm. countries From the main country, yeah. I guess. Um, you know, it's it's nice. I think. Yeah, if you look back, if you look back at the old pictures of Macau, like those from like ninety or eighty something, you can see that a lot of Portuguese like uh, statues yeah. or a lot of things are like in like Portugal. It's like Portugal. So a lot of, but now right now they, you know, the um, the statue of the George Alvarez or whatever, if I'm not wrong, it's like the the horseman <laughs> we used to have it there in the macau site but the government just destroyed it and he made it like a bus station yeah really? so. yeah did, did they destroy to like having like having less things related to portugal like being more china and less portugal Is i feel the... like they i feel like they just wanted to uh use the space because that space mm. Is like, oh, you know Coimbra, right? In Portuguese, yeah, Coimbra. Yeah, yeah. Coimbra. They have like a statue right in the middle. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I so know, know, basically in Macau, yeah. it has like a statue like that. And it's like an empty space where people can just go there and take pictures. Like a plaza, or just yeah. sit. Yeah, just to sit there by the stairs and to chill. <laughs> so they kind of remove that and make it like a bus station. Bus station, right? yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's That's very like China, because China take, like takes like the the smallest like cubicle that is empty and like let's put buildings um, in. Yeah, let's I increase know. the the let's peep. Create something for <laughs> More people. Peep. Yeah, yeah. It's peep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how how that's like called in English. I, I think it's the same actually. I think it's yeah, English. I think so. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they don't say peep. But, but yeah, the I listeners mean, are so confused. What the fuck is peep? <laughs> <laughs> when you start building things. I remember yeah. this class when I was in ninth grade that China built a town, which is now still a ghost town, just to increase that 
Like oh, fuck, baby is GDP. Ah, GDP. GDP, yeah. GDP, GDP. Okay, it's GDP. Yeah. <laughs> GDP. And I the town no is still idea. there. Absolutely empty. It, it, it's crazy. What um, kind of town? Is it like the duplicate of Europe? Is it like that town? I think it's a big, big mall. They wanted to make one of the biggest malls, oh. but they did it somewhere. And then they built like a town around the mall. But nobody went to live in it. I don't know how it is now because I, I just remember seeing this documentary. It was like in ninth grade, eighth grade. Many years have passed, so maybe it's occupied now. But back then, yeah. China only did that to increase the GDP. Um, mm. I hope I'm I'm saying everything right, but it, it's what I remember from eighth grade. <laughs> well, I I don't remember. Yeah, I, from... <laughs> I don't remember yeah, what I dinner in three hours ago. Yeah, <laughs> was still kept in my mind. Yeah. Oh my god! So, I do have one question. Um, just like also related to China and Macau. So Macau is not fully a country; it's an independent country like Hong Kong. So it has a different mm. government, but it still yes. kind of belongs to China. So, what does do, what does that kind of mean? Does China like still have power with Macau? Mm. I guess like the the profit that Macau makes still goes to to China. Uh, it's a complicated well, question, but I was just like thinking, what does that mean? Yeah. Uh, about, like, to be honest, I am not really sure, but I feel like Macau, we still want to have the power to mm. you know to take care of some things, and but of course. We actually we belong to China now, uh, but it's just that we don't really follow everything that they do yeah. because we are yeah we still have our own rules and government and all those things. So yeah, I think yeah. it's okay this way. I I really yeah. feel like right now it's okay. Yeah, I mean the good thing is that you can go to China without a visa and go in and go back. So yeah, 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 so that is good because we have like a we have a permit to go over there without that we don't it doesn't require like a visa and everything but for the tourists like for portuguese people who doesn't have the china permit they have to apply for visa mm. all right but but mm. you your your passport is portuguese yeah. or that's what i was going to ask how many passports do you have you can have like Ma five passports if you Ma want macau <laughs> Oh, uh, I have I have Macau passport. I have Macau Portuguese passport. passport. All right. Yeah, and then I'm currently waiting for my Thai passport. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a so yeah, passport. that that's a thing. Macau passport, right? So yeah, you yeah have a Macau passport. Okay. Ah, okay, yeah. okay. There's also a thing about that. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about how people in the West, West is like North America, Europe. Mm -hmm. I mean, Europe, besides Portugal, I guess, uh, came about knowing about Macau. Have you seen like uh, Shang-Chi, the, the Marvel movie? That was like the first oh. time that I think I saw like representation of Macau. Yeah. And it's all oh. in Hollywood. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe first time. Yeah, in Hollywood, in uh, mainstream media. Yeah. That and also Star Wars, The Last Jedi. It wasn't fully Macau, but it was like um, inspired by Macau. One of the towns it was also like about casinos and all of that. But Shang-Chi was full in Macau. And it was like, obviously, this bigger Las Vegas oh, I, in Asia. Illegal I didn't fighting. know about that. No? Mm. No. It was the only time that I heard or seen Macau be like represented. Which is, oh, obviously, mm -hmm. I loved it, of course. Yeah. Um, But it was an interesting representation because, obviously, like, I, I didn't see any of the Portuguese, like, looking streets. It was just like, okay, casinos gambling you know illegal yeah. fighting <laughs> All yeah, actually of you know actually a lot of movies they filmed in macau do you know now you see me like the magic mm -hmm. thing now you see me they actually they filmed oh, yeah, here I know this movie. as well oh, what yeah. Is yeah. oh i didn't know yeah they filmed here yeah they filmed right. here and then they also filmed in hong kong i feel like so just like they filmed they, they filmed some part of macau and you can really recognize that wow okay that is in macau it's pretty cool yeah yeah, I love this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, also just going is so again because of this movie, I think many people will just think that Macau is like casinos because I I know it's where the main money comes from. It's the casinos because like I also saw some numbers and it makes like X amounts of time of Las Vegas. 
because also like it's the only place in China where gambling is legal. And yes. I guess Chinese people are addicted to gambling because that money that I saw was insane. Wow. Yes. Billions. I know. Crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, we are the only place that it's legal to gamble. So, so everybody from China, you know, China is actually a very big country. Here's like, <laughs> yeah. yes. And <laughs> imagine they all come to Macau just for gambling. And then you, you can see how small Macau is. You just said that Brazil is small, but no. If you compare Brazil uh, to Macau... Kidding, he was kidding. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. was joking. <laughs> Hell no. Are you I kidding me? That shit is massive. Oh my God. It's massive, yeah. And Macau is just like a tiny little dot. So, yeah. You can imagine the, the amount of people coming here to Macau like every day. It's crazy. Especially like since I work in a, I work in a casino. I work in a retail store in casino. Oh, that is called so Venetian. you actually work right there. Oh, wow, okay. okay. I work, I work, I work in Venetian, but I work in a retail store. Yeah, that right. is not from casino. So, Venetian, it's actually one of the most populated uh, hotels in Macau. I don't know if you search for it, but it's like a mini replica wow. of uh, Venice, Italy. Yeah, mm. so. People are just there in Venetian every day. And for us, it's like nonstop. This is why we have to speak Mandarin, Mandarin. and all those words. Yeah. yeah, this is why we have to speak all the languages. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I don't know if you... Yeah, I don't know if you uh, also search that. Like, actually, in Macau, we have a replica of London. We have a replica of Eiffel Tower, like a per Paris. And then we have a replica so who, of the who, Venice. Who copied who? Was it Las Vegas who copied Macau or Macau who copied Vegas? Because I'm just listening Macau. to this and I'm like thinking... Macau. Macau copied everything. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, so That's we crazy. have like... We have like... Um, and we the newest hotel that was built was... It's called Londoner. So you can Londoner. see the Big Bang. Okay. And uh, the very <laughs> okay. famous station from uk i don't know what's that name but we have like a london a big mm. band and the also from the, the yeah harry potter the nine and three quarters uh, wow. yeah i think like... i i think so and then you also have like the replica of the eiffel tower oh, which is it. like a lot shorter <laughs> than the original yeah, I just, one i just saw right here yeah. on, on google yeah which images. is called parisian yeah so londoner parisian and the venetian <laughs> yeah. oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah. So you work in the Venetian like mall, right? Yeah, I work in a Venetian mall. And they, they have like, even they have the replica of the La Gondola, the river. If you can see in the pictures, which is like, in, like inside, it's like indoor. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's why it, it makes, uh, now you see if it, it makes was money. humid right there. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if it makes money, then sure. Why not? Right. Oh, wow. Man. Amazing. I, I truly think I'm gambling amazed. is probably the most profitable, maybe oil. But still, like the most profitable like industry, because what the fuck? <laughs> imagine yeah. if, like, yeah, I'm just imagine if, if, if like Mozambique started to, because Mozambique is probably one of the most poor like ex colonies of Portugal, started like casinos there, and like people from, I don't know, from Arabic countries started going to Mozambique, then it would like expand crazy. Maybe, maybe it's oh my like God. way to to generate yes. profit in a country just gamble, gamble. <laughs> The yeah, most of government. Ever. Take notes. <laughs> Take notes. <laughs> Poor countries. Like just <laughs> just build up casinos. Yeah, you take know, some notes. Do that. <laughs> you know, also what I remember, João, uh, on our Belarus episode, did yeah. you remember what our guest also said? That um, in, in Russia, it was also illegal to gamble. And Belarus, because of that, they started building casinos and people yeah. in Russia started going to Belarus to play casinos and Belarus made, made a huge profit out of it. It's also kind of like the same. Um, wow. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting for some reason. Oh, because in so I I can imagine because since you work in that mall and you work like close to the actual casino places, have you seen like something crazy happening? Like meltdowns, like <laughs> people just I want my money, but in Mandarin, not oh, Cantonese, something like I that. <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot of that. We have so many crazy stories in Macau, yeah. Um, so we have people. I'm gonna give you an example that actually 
please. happened like a few months ago. So there was actually this guest. He went to the casino to gamble. And after that, I think he won some money. That's why he came to our store to shop. And then after that, I think he lost money again. So he came back and asked for a refund of everything. And a lot of these things happen. They just want money, come here, buy something. They lose the money and they come here, ask for a refund. And yeah, and then there are people. Oh my God. I don't think you know this. There are people who are so like addicted and obsessed with gambling that they don't want to spend a dime to rent a, a hotel room. So they just sleep in the, the sofa in the, the Venetian mall. Yeah. And then they just sleep there on the, the, you know, the bench where people can just sit there for, for a rest. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah, sleep yeah. there. And then a lot of them, they sleep in the Starbucks because Starbucks is 24 hours. So they just buy a drink and it just sleeps in the Starbucks. Yeah, that's yeah. great. So that, that, they that's are why crazy, this industry yeah. makes money because, you know, people are just addicted off. Yeah, you know? so they are. That's why I'm scary afraid of gambling. Money. The, the only time that I gambled was in Pokemon when I was eight years old. And I was <laughs> yeah, bro. Pokemon Silver. Pokemon Silver. <laughs> only time oh my God. with the little slot machines. And and they took that out of the game because they were like, kids are going to get addicted to this shit. And I imagine I didn't because I got the willpower. But some people don't got the willpower. <laughs> Good for they you. They got addicted in Pokemon. Now, now they're in Macau sleeping in, in benches and in Starbucks. Yeah. It's crazy. Damn. See, and then a lot of them, and then a lot of them, they just don't go home. They just don't sleep. They maybe they will play in the machine for like 24 hours. They don't leave the chair or anything. And then there are a lot of news in I don't know where where was those news. I think it was in Macau or in Hong Kong. I don't even remember. There was like this lady that was playing on a machine that she just peed on the chair. Like, because she doesn't care. She was sitting there playing on the machine and then she was just peeing. It's disgusting. So yeah. people are really that crazy. Yeah. Damn. And yep. I only like and I only thought that like Chinese people would only play like domino. And now maybe they do mm -hmm. only in China. And once they get to Macau, they're like, well, casinos, let's do it. No more dominoes. <laughs> I don't know why dominoes. dominoes? Is, 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 like, <laughs> Bro, they just, just, the only they time just in media straight right there to gamble do you know do you know like in movies um in in the u.s when there's like a, a chinese restaurant and in the back there's like a an illegal casino the chinese oh, people yeah. are only playing domino it, it's the only thing that they're playing i don't know ah, if this is true but I, I, now i, I understand what do you mean by domino is it like yeah, the, mahjong? the mahjong the mm mahjong -hmm. no kind of i'm gonna take oh no it's no, no like, it's, it's it's not the mahjong, no. It's yeah, it's the same no? way. It's, it's the same way that you're thinking of. But do you know those pieces with kind of dots? The the no, black let, ones. Say, the black ones, yeah, with dots. That is from wait. I thought that is like a Western thing. <laughs> no. Might be. Might Could be. be. I thought. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> anytime that I see those backs of the Chinese restaurants, illegal gambling in movies, it's always domino. It's like the Chinese people playing it. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's a stereotype. But uh, it's actually but it's kind true. Of funny. Like it's actually a real thing before. Like, but now it's like all illegal. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. I, I, when I was a kid, but, I used to love that game. Yeah. Now I, I probably don't even know how to play it. The dominoes. <laughs> and it's back in my I mind. Just love it. I it's never so played Domino. <laughs> it's such a weird game. That's why I think I liked it. So weird. Ooh. But again, it's like good for gambling. It is what it is. I guess. It's what it's, it is. It's crazy because I just type it. I just type Domino's on on Google. Oh, yeah. and they just show the like, pizza place. The franchise of the pizza. <laughs> the franchise. Yeah. yeah. You get the, and they're on China. I've, I've typed Domino's China and still they're, they're there. The pizza place is there. No, I think you need, I think now they don't do dominoes anymore. Now they do mahjong, and mahjong is mahjong, yeah. pretty famous in Asia. Yeah, yeah. everywhere, everyone knows how to play mahjong. Yeah. Ah, it's this. Oh, yeah, it's like another. Yeah, it looks a little like uh, the same concept, but the game it has is like aeroglyphics or something. Mm -hmm. Whatever yeah. that is, it's <laughs> like Cantonese. I'm saying it's like aeroglyphics. 
<laughs> oh my god the biggest insult i i said once to um to a girl was like she was from georgia in, in uh georgia the country and she showed me like her 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 vocabulary like her her words and they literally are hieroglyphics they're figures one looked like the bird i don't know yeah i don't know why i remember this but i just wanted to to share it yeah little <laughs> dots chinese characters and then yeah everything. birds yeah a lot of things man i i respect all of the fully portuguese people that go to macau and learn cantonese because i feel so fulfilled of like dominating spanish and it's like literally the same as portuguese <laughs> I, I no actually Negro. it's not <laughs> yeah okay you know, no, spanish, we're talking no, about cantonese because yeah. Oh yeah. But Spanish people Cantonese. they don't understand Portuguese. Yeah. No, yeah. They don't. But we Not do even. understand them, so yeah. yeah, we understand them, but they don't understand us. Yeah. Oh, you know, actually same thing with Cantonese and Mandarin. So Cantonese speaker can't understand Mandarin, but Mandarin doesn't understand Cantonese. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. That is interesting. Yeah, because actually Cantonese they have like nine different tones. While Mandarin only have like five tones, because like Cantonese is like a harder Mandarin in a way, right? It's like it's mm. the base language is Mandarin, but then it, they like switch it up, kind of. I don't. Know. I don't know because for okay. me, I don't find it hard like Cantonese. Oh. I feel like because that's also kind of one of my my first languages, so I feel like it's it's pretty really easy, like speaking. Yeah, so it's very you ask, like easy. a European like whether they, they, they prefer to, to learn Mandarin or Cantonese, they'll they'll say the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Mandarin, I think. Yeah, actually, oh. a lot of the people who never learn Chinese, they think that Cantonese and Mandarin are the worst. Yeah, so they would rather choose like English or French or other languages rather than like Chinese. Mm -hmm. But it's actually, I don't know. For me, I feel like it's okay. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And also there's Funkanese. Funkanese, is it like too far away from? I hope I'm saying it right. Funkanese. What is that? It's like another language in China, but it's like more further away. <laughs> yeah, Joe is like doing the, the search. But I it starts with an F. I don't know. If, I'm probably not saying it right, but it's like Funkanese. I'm, I'm is it like a dialect? Maybe. Maybe. I, I, I remember because of the Shama, one of his heroes, he was right. speaking Funkanese, but it was just like... Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you... It's like a dialect about. or... Yeah, no, actually, it is a language I... from, from a village in China. Yeah, yeah, it could be like a very small village. Okay. Yeah. 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 I... Oh, yeah, I understand that. So, actually, different places in China, they have their own... Uh, I We call it dialect. So, for example, if you're in... Uh, for example, Shanghai people, they have their own Mandarin. And then, mm. you know, uh, Fujian people, they have their own Mandarin, which is different that we, that we don't understand. Oh, wait, can you hear my dog? No, no, no. No, we cannot. No? Okay, okay. Because she's playing crazy. Yeah. Also, my dog. My dog is her snoring. You're asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking snoring right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. But yeah, but going back to that, yeah, every place in china they have their own dialect their, their own mm. mandarin mm -hmm, that other people don't understand hong kong it's cantonese right hong, hong kong, kong is cantonese but mm. actually hong kong and macau cantonese is also a little bit different just mm. a little bit for example if we say you it's like lei or nei just yeah. those things I, right. I think so i'm not yeah Oh. Um, amazing and also like it, it must be kind of nice to have like hong kong next to you because you can just like hop off and hop on like hong kong super easily i mean uh near you i i could see on the map maybe it's far away but it's like maybe sao paulo rio distance uh it's like not that <laughs> no it's actually yeah it's not that far so before uh so i don't know if you guys know they have built the longest bridge in the world which is called the Hong Kong Macau Zhuhai Bridge. Uh, I don't know how many kilometers that, but the, oh, that bridge oh, you can, yeah, you can go from it. Macau to Hong Kong in less than an hour by bus or by car, and you can go to China in I don't know less than thirty minutes or what. So before when we go to Hong Kong, we need to take the ferry, which is like an hour plus. 
And, you know, for me, it's actually very bad because I get seasick. Um, but now that they have the bridge, I, it's really good. Even though it's pretty far, because the moment you land in Hong Kong, it's by the airport. And if you need to go to the central, then you need to, you know, take another MTR or take taxi or whatever transportation. And it's kind of far. But, you know, that, oh, that wow. bridge, this, I think you, this bridge yeah, is huge. You guys can, it's fucking it huge. is, wow. it is. And it's uh, and it's it's really good because even though with typhoon it can, I think it can because we have bridges in Macau that when there's typhoon they need to close and some bridges can only handle typhoon that is like above eight or maybe maximum ten or eleven. But that typhoon Hong Kong Zhuhai bridge, typhoon is, is like typhoon. It's like um, it's like a tropical ah okay typhoon. It's like a you know, it's like a storm or whatever you call that. Mm. And in but that Hong Kong Zhuhai Bridge actually can reach until typhoon number fourteen. Or wow. yeah, which is pretty good. We never really oh, went that far. Kilometers. Fifty-five kilometers. Yeah. Wow, this is yeah. Rio's bridge was along thirteen, right? Yeah, thirteen. Thirteen. And it was already huge. Yeah. My god. Yeah. yeah. Bro, fifty five kilometers. That's that means Almost an hour in a bridge, you know, traveling. Yeah. Yeah. All and the then bridge. they and then if you look closely, there's like a part which is like around five to ten minutes by car, which is underwater. If you look at the whole bridge, there's a part that it disappears oh, yeah. because you I go underwater. It, it. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, it's pretty That's why pretty, I can't see a, a piece of bridge right here. Because it's underwater. Oh wow. Man, China's built those countries like got money, right? These yeah. Chinese insane, bro. Like these these places, it's crazy because you know, uh, like Europeans and Americans, they think they got like the craziest infrastructure, like they're the the biggest on top because of media, right? But then mm -hmm. you've got like countries like Singapore and you know Macau, Hong Kong, China. They're so evolved, mm -hmm. but they're not like portrayed in the mainstream media, so people don't. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Um, so it's we like to keep things, to you know, low-key. Low-key. <laughs> low-key. <laughs> like the government, right? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Amazing. It. Let's talk mm -hmm. actually now about the food, because that was also another Ooh. thing that I was quite fascinated. Like the mix, mm. right, of Portuguese and South China. Oh, my God. Yes. So food in Macau. You can find whatever food you want in Macau. And... You like you have a mix of Portuguese with Macanese fusion, Western, and then you have like Thai food, um, Shanghai food, and then you have like Vietnamese food. Whatever food you want, you can find here in Macau. Mm. And yeah, so if you're talking about something like some dish that only Macau has, it's like the we call it minchi, which is minchi. like a, a minchi. You can search in yeah. Google. I like I saw minchi. a picture before. It I understand the influence with Portuguese in China because it looks very Portuguese, but it also has that yes. little influence of of China and uh and all that East culture. Because yeah, of really. the rice, <laughs> and because of the egg, because usually the eggs from Asia they're a little bit different, but that looks like uh you know like a fried egg from Bitok, like in Portugal, something yeah. like that. I don't know. Bitok. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bitok. Yeah, Bitok. Yeah, actually, yeah, a lot of um, what did I say? Uh, so in Macau, actually, a lot of food that you can only find it in Macau. For example, like uh, I don't know if you know, like bichu bichu, it's like a Christmas biscuit. No, no, you know about know. that. Be no, bichu it's like bichu? A, I think it's bichu bichu. Bichu. You bichu. don't know that. It's like no, a no. Christmas cookie. Cookie. Yeah, you, I think you can search in Google as well. It's like I think you can only find that in Macau. Oh. Yeah, and then a lot of food that you can only find that in Macau. Mm. Do, do you guys have Porcel um, Nata there? I'm sure we do. do. Oh my god, we do. And then we yeah. have this place called like Lord Stowe, which is um, every day there, if there's like tourists, it's lines and lines just to buy the just the Nata. Wow, yeah, amazing. Do they speak yeah. Portuguese there? I mean, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. 
<laughs> I just no. really interesting on it, like going to it's shops really, and speaking no, Portuguese. It's really rare. It's really rare yeah, to right, find right. someone who speaks Portuguese in Macau. Yeah, you don't. You and don't even find it them... in those stores, like with old people. You know? No, no actually, no. I yeah, actually but maybe this like traveling to Macau. But maybe if the Portuguese, no. that's true. Maybe yeah. the maybe the more like elder people, for example, yeah. like fifty uh, something, forty something. If you find them in like the hospitals or like the medical centers, they speak Portuguese. Or in the maybe like the police department or like the government jobs, a lot of them really? speak Portuguese. Yeah, mm. but if you're talking about like because in Macau. For you to work for the government, you are required to know Portuguese. Oh wow, that's pretty yeah. interesting, actually. What? Wow! Mm -hmm. So you just get yeah. information at the street and then they ask you for a policeman or kind of stuff. They have to answer <laughs> no, actually, in Portuguese. Mm, not. I feel like they only need to know that so they All can right. pass the exam or something like that. Okay. But if you ask them, do you speak Portuguese? I don't okay. think they speak Portuguese. Right. Yeah. Because I also have a lot of friends and colleagues who they have like fluent Portuguese name, like for example, whole like first name and last name all in Portuguese, but they don't speak a word in Portuguese. Like even the street yeah. names there, right? Sure, mm -hmm. Portuguese. Lots of streets are in Portuguese. That's, yeah, I mean, for me, that's not that crazy because I met like um, Americans. Their parents are fully Mexican. They were born in the U.S. They don't speak Spanish. I'm like, oh. what? I don't, I just don't understand because, like, at home, I think they would speak Spanish, but they don't mm. speak a word in Spanish. I'll never forget these girls. Yeah, it... Both her parents were from El Salvador. She was just born in the US, but her parents, like, came older, like, into the country. They didn't speak a word of Spanish. I was like, how is this possible? That is crazy to me. But and do they understand Spanish? Nothing. They literally oh. look fully Mexican. The girl looked like she was straight up of El Salvador. She was just born in the US. And I guess, I don't know, she just never wanted to learn uh, Spanish. I'm sure like also like from yeah, China, happens. some Chinese people that, that are born like in the US, their parents came like even older into the US, but their kids don't speak any Mandarin or uh, Cantonese or Funkanese. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Burst you, I mean, they, I guess. My favorite language, Funkanese. Yeah, but I guess they do speak Chinese right there in, in the States. It, it happens a lot with Latin countries right there. Do you know this guy, uh, Shao Mendes? He's actually ha half Portuguese, but he, he doesn't speak a word in Portuguese. You know, the singer. Who is that? Shao Mendes. Oh, Shawn Mendes. Yeah, he's oh actually half Portuguese. Half Portuguese. Portuguese. Yeah. He is half Portuguese, and he is yeah, my husband. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I, yeah, I didn't he, know. he cannot yeah. speak Portuguese. I, I guess it happens yeah. a lot in Canada and in the United States. They mm -hmm. just don't yeah. keep, you know, the modern language right there. Yeah. yeah. Like, probably the media as well. Mainstream stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Carolina, I mean, there is a topic that I'm actually very curious of, you know, because here in the West, we do, you know, when we meet someone from from the east you know that looks like oriental let's say like at school and kind of stuff we we kind of we, we don't treat different but we want to know lots of you know the background of the person i mean right here yeah. in brazil it's like this we have lots of japanese like in the colon of japanese right here and they all speak japanese and it's amazing to know about the, the culture and kind of stuff and how was the reaction like the opposite reaction right there in the east for example, when you go to the street when you when you were a kid, like you were totally different. You look different than your friends, mm. let's say. And how was their reaction from you of you like being different than them? Um. So you're talking about here in Macau or yeah, outside? they're in Macau. Yeah, they're in Macau. Here in Macau. They um, were raised okay. with, with your friends, right there. Your ch Chinese friends, let's uh, say, or my Macanese friends, but they but okay. so Cantonese, let's yeah. say. Go, go, go. I, I was just going to say, for me, you look very Thai because I see the mm. resemblance. I, I fully, I remember when I first saw your picture, like she literally looks half Thai without me knowing that you were Thai. It was insane. Like, it looks like oh. I'm, I'm making this yeah, up, but, but I kind of saw that because it was the same with our guests, right? Our guest from Thailand, she was yeah. also half Thai, half uh, English. And I kind of see that as well a little bit. Yeah, um, I can see. I can see, but but still, like you could be Brazilian. Let's say if you show up right here at my place, like so, you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So actually, um, so for Western people, I am actually an Asian. But in Macau, in Asia, I'm actually a Western people because I don't fully look like Asian. So uh, it's so growing up here, uh, it's very interesting because you have that Portuguese culture where you meet someone and then you need to give them kisses on the cheeks or, mm. you know, and then when you say goodbye, yeah, you, uh, you also do that. And then, and then, but for the Chinese people, I remember there was a time where I, I met someone for the first time, like, because I, I graduated high school and then I started in a company in a, like an office job. And then there was times that I was trying to, oh, and I went for them and they'll be like, oh, what? what? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, like I'm so used to it. Like, and, and then I just do like handshake, like, hi. <laughs> but you know, we were very like, mm, hug and kisses and all those things. And then I remember that uh, even before when Macau doesn't have that much like mixed people like me who speak Chinese. So when it was like, I think maybe like 10 years ago, uh, when, when a lot of people of Macau doesn't know that we can speak Chinese. So everywhere you go, they will just speak in English with you. Like when you go to McDonald's and they'll just be like, oh, what do you want? And I and you just start speaking so Cantonese. And they'll be like, oh my God, you speak Cantonese like that. But right now it's so common that people are just like, oh, what do you want? But in Chinese and you just reply them in Chinese and they'll be like, okay, yeah. Just for now, it's just so common, just so normal. But if like compared to 10 years ago, People were like, oh my God, you speak Chinese. You don't look like Chinese and da 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 and all those things. So yeah. And then also, like I said, in like for if I'm in Europe, they will just they will consider me as a Asian people. So they would just speak with me like in English as well. But when I start speaking in Portuguese, like that, fluently, yeah. they will be like, Oh my God, wow, you speak really good Portuguese. And I was like, Yeah, I told you I'm Portuguese. I just don't look <laughs> like Portuguese. <laughs> yeah I mean, so it's it's like a very different thing I, I, yeah. i'm sure if you went to portugal like to the south and uh, i introduced you to my friends they wouldn't think you, you, you'd be portuguese because yeah um, i know because you do have yeah you, you have that asian mix which is yeah very fascinating because yeah. i look i look more like an asian than portuguese mm-hmm. but okay, in the yeah. family but in for because I have three sisters, right? So four of us, I am the one who looks more Portuguese. Yeah. Mm, so you can imagine yeah. like, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I'm thinking, yeah. But you four, you, you four, like you have Portuguese names or yeah, your we do. Name? We yeah, do. We, we all. Maria, Catarina, Teresa, Carolina. Yeah. We oh, do. All right. <laughs> Not even yeah. one Thai name, just one. Yeah. Like the um, youngest. Yeah. We- <laughs> The oh, no, get no, a no. So actually, <laughs> oh, yeah, all three of <laughs> no, all three of them they have like a Chinese, uh, they have like a Thai surname. Okay. Yeah, which is my mom's. I I don't have it. I don't know why. All right, but yeah. your mom didn't want to, you know, if your dad like, hey, let let's have at least. Let me one just have Chinese, one. Please, yeah, just Chinese one. name. Yeah, <laughs> give me that Thai list name. one. <laughs> and your dad was Wait. like, now, nah, no, we are. I don't know, but I'm the only one. I'm the only one who has like a full-on Portuguese name. They have like Portuguese mixed Thai and then some of I don't know what words it's that. So yeah, (laughs) but you know, but interesting thing is that all of us we have our own Chinese name Mm. because yeah, because for us to have the China permit, like you know the visa thing, but for us we we call it permit. We need to have a Chinese name. They change it. No, they don't change it. It's just that in the in the ID, in the ID card, it's in Chinese name. So we have to have a Chinese name. Mm-hmm. Which is completely different from my name. Which is completely different from Carolina. Yeah. What is your Chinese name? Well yeah, well what is it? Oh, okay. So my surname is Souza, right? Yeah. So in yeah. Chinese we need to use the So. So my name, my surname will yeah. be So and then Mei Ling. So Mei Ling. So many, so many, yeah. So in okay. Mandarin, it's so many, yeah. Almost a familiar, <laughs> like she likes sommelier. wine, <laughs> Ooh. but yeah. So we all have a, like a very different Chinese name. So if you ask us, Oh, is your name like similar to your Portuguese name? Because some people they just translate that, 
For example, mm. Maria, some people would just translate to Malaya. Yeah. But, yeah. but, yeah, yeah, but like, we have like completely different it's names. Like, yeah, what I also do here, normally people call me Guillermo or Guillermo. Mm. Yeah. Instead of Guillermo, just because it's so much easier to pronounce. And I actually kind of like it. I don't know. I've huh. embraced it. Sometimes I don't Ooh. even like Guillermo. I like it. I don't know. My Spanish name. Guillermo. Guillermo. Si, Guillermo. I love it. Like you're talking about something. Um the, the you know um saying hello to um to an Asian person like they don't like kisses and everything. Here in South America mm. it's completely the opposite. They will like kiss you in the mouth for sure. <laughs> oh. They will, like hug you. It's like papi amor. Quiero, <laughs> little like wow. That. Let's get it. So, me being living in Macau, I'd feel like very oh, what I what do I do now? Do I just do again the handshake? Because then I, I you know, I yeah. want to greet yeah, people like bro. here here in like South America, maybe even the Portuguese way to kisses. Um, so I, I'm sure for that, it's so much different, like the Portuguese culture and again the this Eastern culture of of yeah. Asia. Not yeah, because Asians are more how do we say like reserved, preserved, mm-hmm. preserved. Yeah, like they're more close, and then they are not so. But I feel like because also the culture here in Asia is very, um, how do we say? They are not very like touchy or all those things. So a lot yeah. of things that we do, we have to really think it through. Like, oh, mm. so do I hug or do I give kisses or oh maybe just a handshake or maybe just like waving. No, because for example, like if you if I go out with my friends, with my like Portuguese friends, if they introduce me to another Portuguese friend, then you will go, like, oh hi, and then you go there for kisses. Oh, I'm Carlina, da 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 like that. But if my Chinese friends, if they introduce me to another Chinese friends, and then I will have to, oh hi, how are you? And you just stood there and wave. <laughs> like a Sims, I love that. That's so funny. Yeah, so it's completely different. So you really need to think it through. Like, mm. should I go? Should I not go? Or should I just wave or handshake? Yeah. So it's that's pretty interesting. Macau is a melting yeah. pot. It's a melting pot. <laughs> it is. Yeah. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It- and there's for me there's just tons of benefits of being a melting pot because i also have i lived in south africa and it's a complete melting pot as well so many co- mm. cultures in the country and you're talking about the restaurants right i could eat food from ethiopia eritrea uganda you name it any african country i could eat there in um in south africa and even portuguese restaurants which is crazy enough wow. um and i just love that cuz here in in chile like especially like the food it's rare for me to be able to eat other other countries' food. I mean, here maybe there's um there's obviously like a few Peruvian, uh, Equatorian restaurants, but it's still kind of hard. I just I want you know that melting pot again of like being able to you know just see someone on the street that's like from a whole different other country, and um and like background and mixed and all that. Mm. So, so I love you know the melting pot aspect of um yeah. Of and cultures so stop barriers build bridges like the one from macau to hong kong yeah that's a huge one that's a huge one one. if it is what it takes to build a melting pot let's do it it. yeah just just one more thing go go, go, go. no i'm i'm actually i have one question do you guys know about hot pot there's like a dish in Chinese culture is called hot pot. Do you guys know about it or ever heard of it? Yeah, I know what hot pot is. You know, have you ever tried hot pot or do you know what that is? Like, I have no idea what it is. No. Okay. So, um, hot pot is actually basically a pot where it does like boiling water or boiling soup. And then you just cook the things there on in the soup and then just eat it. So basically, you put raw food inside and then it cooks it and then you eat it from the pot right away. So it's like you put the pot in the middle of the table with all of your friends and then you all just put like raw food inside, cook it and just eat it from the pot. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking like a stew, but no, that's not a stew. That's like, no. yeah, just yeah, just like a completely different thing. Yeah. So how do you know, Zhuang? Like, how do you know about the hot pot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah I mean, just because a movie, I, I really like to watch movies from all around the world. 
And I've heard, you know, I've watched one Chinese movie that they were eating hot pots. Yeah. It's actually yeah. very common shit right there in, in China, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I have friends yeah. that is from like Europe and from, from like America. And then when I brought them to hot pot, they were like, oh, wait, do we Disgusting. just put the, yeah. the meat there? <laughs> like just cook it and we just eat it? I was like, yeah, it's basically what you do in the kitchen, but you, sure. but you have it right in front of you. It's like. And he was like, no, but we put things there and we cook it. And then we drink the soup as well. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so it's but, like pretty weird for them. But, but it's very famous. Or vegetables and also meat, right? Everything. Everything. Whatever yeah. you can think of that you want to cook, you put it there. Yeah. Well, okay, first thing when I go to Macau, hot pot. With, okay, uh, come find me. Mechanism. I'll bring you to the best hot pot. <laughs> please, Amazing. please. Um, yeah. <laughs> what I wanted to ask you was actually I'm I'm interested. Do you go often to Thailand to s- go to your mom's like hometown and Portugal to go to your yes. dad's hometown? Yeah, yes, because uh. my mom she lives in Thailand. Um, so my parents are divorced. So my mom she's living uh, in Thailand okay. with her husband, and then every year I would go to Thailand to visit her, and then uh, and then my dad he's actually living in China right now. He's with his wife. So they they have their own business in China. Yeah. So in Macau, it's just four of us, the sisters, but we all live separately. We all live in mm. different houses. Yeah. So I would go twice a year to Thailand just to visit my mom because uh, we always go to the same place because my mom lives in Chiang Rai. But Chiang Rai is so big. That, and then also, you, it's only like three hours drive from Chiang Mai or to any other cities. So basically just, yeah, you can do like a road trip in Thailand as well. So it's pretty fun. And then Portugal, I don't really go back to Portugal. Last time I went there was like 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, because the flight, yeah, because the flight tickets are yeah, expensive, crazy expensive and then everything there is so expensive. So, you yeah. know, one trip in Portugal, I can go like four or five times to Thailand. To Thailand yeah. Yeah. But your dad is not there, right? So yeah. Yeah. So you don't have any... Does he yeah, have, I only like, have a goal a, for going there? Right home? now, I only have like cousins there. Yeah, ah. cousins and my uncle. Yeah, we have like a house there, but it's pretty far. It's like in the village. Yeah, where is it? Is it, yeah, is it in the north? Yeah. Or? Where is it in Portugal? Uh, Laranjeiras. Is it like in <laughs> Lisbon? I don't know. But, but, uh, that's, is, is a place. That's a very common name. Or... That's a that's one of the most common names in streets in Portugal, Lenajeiras. Yeah, but it's like I know, like uh, Trinity is called like... Lenajeiras in the south, so you can imagine the whole of Portugal. Lenajeiras, yeah. yeah. So I feel like it's a it's a village that's pretty far because you have to drive like two hours to go to the city, of three hours to go to the oh, continent you know. or something like that. Yeah, just to shop for groceries, so it's pretty far. Okay. Yeah. I just put like the name Laranjeiras and it's like so many like red dots on Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Laranjeiras, they, they show me a place close to Spain, actually, in the border oh. of Portugal I mean, and Spain. Close to Spain if is like, I'm, that's everything yeah. of Portugal. If I'm not wrong, if I'm I mean, not wrong, I, mean, I feel like in the border. our, yeah, I feel like my house is close to Castelo Branco. Not uh, so close, oh, but, but okay. it's like a yeah. driving distance from Castelo Branco. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. That's amazing. So, Covilhã yeah. is one of my favorite cities in Portugal. And it's like mm. also next to Castelo Branco. Fucking amazing. Like it's, it's yeah. very interior. It's next next to Serra da Estrela, the biggest peak uh, in, in mm-hmm, Portugal. Mm-hmm. And it has like the best student uh, culture. And it, it's super beautiful. Now it's way more evolved because uh, there's incentives for, for people to go there to study. Um, oh. But yeah, I just find it interesting. Because I remember once I talked with uh, also, this was in South Africa. It was also someone whose uh, whose parents were from Portugal, and they were from uh, Covilhã or some city next to mm. Castel Branco or something. And I don't know that made me curious. Like usually, you know, it's Porto Lisbon, whatever. Yeah. And it was like Covilhã. I like that. So yeah, I never I been like there. That you don't. Yeah, you should. No, I know. After ten years, when you go back to Portugal, you go to your your cousin's place <laughs> next to Castel Branco, and then you go to Covilhã. Yeah. That's oh, it. one thing I don't think I told you yet, but I'm actually moving this year, so I'm leaving Macau. Oh, you're leaving Macau? Oh, you yeah, living, I'm living. Really? I'm leaving Macau. Yeah, I've been here for like almost thirty years, so for me, it's like I'm sick here already. 
It's very mm. safe. It's very comfortable here, but I need something. So mm. I'm moving. <laughs> I'm moving to Italy, by the way. Oh, Italy! Italy. Wow. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm learning Italian right right now. Oh, oh, pretty cool. It's quite cool. E- yeah. It's quite easy from Portuguese. Uh, I I lived in Bologna for uh, seven months. Oh. Uh, I love Italy. Where are you going to live in Italy, or do you, ha- you still don't know? No, I'm I'm going to Sicily. Ah, Sicily. Sicily. Oh, nice. they don't speak far English. from. Yeah, yeah, far from. No yeah. English, nothing. Yes, no, yeah, I know. Italian. That's why. Movie that's Italian why I'm learning there. Italian right yeah, now. Yeah, that's cool for learning. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Ah, Italy. So you're going to be close to Portugal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, one Ryanair flight. 20 euros you're, mm-hmm. you're in Portugal. Yeah. I know. Black Friday. <laughs> Black Friday. <laughs> Black Friday. <flights. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Ah, oh, that's amazing. Italy. Mm-hmm. Man. Love right? my time there. Beautiful, um, beautiful, beautiful. Amazing, Carolina. So we're uh unfortunately reaching the end of our podcast right now. It's been amazing. Uh, all this journey, knowing about your culture, your background. Wow. That that's one of the most the nicest episodes we have so far for sure <laughs> thank fascinating. you yeah. yeah it's very fascinating and it's really just like mind fascinating like yeah, yeah, yeah for me as well wow getting to know you know a person that's very close to our culture but at the yeah. same time it's not you know yeah so it's, it's crazy <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's pretty crazy so yeah but before ending up in our, in our episode Guilherme wants to do the question he does every single episode so feel free buddy no worries. So, Carolina, what if I told you what is the thing that makes you the most proud about being from Macau, about being Macanese? What would you say? Um, wow. Big me... question. Very deep. Very deep. Yeah, yeah very deep. Mm. Like when you're with your Chinese friends or uh, Cantonese friends and uh, when... Um, they come visit you and they and you say to them, "Oh, I'm from Macau, but I'm also like ha- like Macanese because I'm half Thai, yeah, half, you know, uh, Portuguese." Mm. What is the thing like that that you say afterwards that kind of makes you like be proud of you know being from this such small country? What would mm. you say? How um, actually, I am. I don't know. I never thought of that. It's just that I am very. Uh, glad that I can speak like different languages and to understand a lot of you know people's cultures and being really easy to read other people you know for example mm. uh, I I need to think of, I need to think of I don't no, know. No worries. I never, no worries. the languages I never really is good thought of that. yeah no you're you're yeah, reaching but a nice I feel point. Like but I feel like I. But I. I feel like I'm really proud of the languages that I have learned throughout the, you know, my whole life, and also the culture here in Macau, um, Macau, Portugal, and then also China. You know, the three biggest uh, culture all together. So I feel like that's one thing that I'm pretty proud of because I know part of Portugal, I know part of China, and I also I'm half Thai, so I also know a little bit of Thai, and then. Basically everything in Macau. Yeah. Oh, and, and, Did I answer and, your question? <laughs> absolutely. And yeah, absolutely. as you said, 100%. like uh, super useful to have all these languages with you. I mean, Mandarin, one of the biggest languages ever. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, like go anywhere in China and Taiwan and yes. everywhere. There's going to be people that will speak Mandarin, Cantonese, again, super important for Hong Kong, especially such a big, like mm-hmm. important part of, of Asia. Portuguese, you have a Latin based language. You can learn Italian. You're going to Italy, so you can learn yeah. it very easily. Spanish, French, um, and then Thai. Thai is obviously a whole different language. Southeast Asia, a whole different thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's super cool because you can just again go to Thailand, Thailand, and negotiate with the vendors and eat for yes. like ten cents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that is yeah, great. Yeah, no, absolutely, you. absolutely. Mm. Fuck yeah! Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> So um, yeah, thank you, my listeners. Thank you so much for reaching until the end of this episode. It's been amazing, and once again, thank you so much, Carolina, for accepting the invitation and sharing thank your you. No worries. Us. thank you so much. Yeah, yeah thank you. I'm really glad. Yeah, of course. 
like as i said mind-blowing episode uh, i'm sure like everyone will just be also mind-blown and fascinated with uh with this episode because it's you know it's it's not ordinary again macau is not ordinary portuguese and china mixed portugal such a small country um that's why i'm like you know just crazy about this uh this episode in this small country uh we'll have like kind of the same with timor-leste because timor-leste is also like another crazy country mix of indonesian a mix of portugal the language is also kind of kind of crazy um but yeah to our listeners thank you so much for reaching the end don't forget to uh, follow us on our social medias, of course, at podcast WWP, Instagram, Facebook. Leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yeah, Tell please, us guys. what Help you liked about this episode. Give us the stars. Say it was mind-blowing. That's the keyword. Just put mind-blowing. I love that. <laughs> Hashtag mind-blowing. Hashtag mind-blowing. <laughs> and we will see you all next week with a brand new country and episode. Bye-bye. Thank you so Hello. much, dudes. Bye-bye. Thank you.